two, one. Salutations, salutations. Welcome to another installment of your favorite podcast, 35435, hosted by me, Rolex Ryan, and my co-host, Raheem from the Juice Screen, about Dell Time himself. You What's know good, me, man? man. Yeah, man. You already know, man. I'm one of them East Oakland niggas. I'm out here, you know what I'm saying, mobbing it, just swing it. You know what I'm saying? With the NBA jeans on, you know what I'm saying? Got my seat all the way to the back, so all I can do is see out of my back window. So, you know me, man. It's real East Oakland, man. Nah. <laughs> yeah, man. What's popping though, young blood? You, you, you weren't you were in NBA jeans during the epidemic, bro? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, straight up. Straight up. I'm gonna bring them back. I'm gonna bring them back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna bring them back. Niggas gonna be back. You know the niggas who wear NBA jeans though, B. Them the niggas that's fresh out. That's the niggas that's fresh out the penitentiary. Niggas, those are the niggas. They can't I wait. Because like because when you get out and then you go to your auntie house. That all she has is those old ass clothes that That's you used it. to have from two thousand from two thousand straight up. Mm-hmm. The NBA jeans, though, hey, you know you had a pair of NBA. Did you ever pair NBA jeans? Nah, I feel bro, like you like, did. I didn't, no, I didn't. Ha- I didn't have. I didn't have you that was much one money. Of them niggas. I didn't have much money in two thousand three. Those jeans, yeah. was, those jeans was ninety eight dollars. I worked at Foot Action. I couldn't afford them <laughs> fucking jeans. But that Sixer sign was so fresh. That shit was so clean. I ain't gonna lie. That's low key. The only reason why niggas got him is because of the Sixer sign with the backwards Iverson jersey, bro. Like I genuinely, I genuinely un- understood like the concept how niggas was like these jeans go with every jersey. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I mean, you can have ten jerseys, but everyone knows those are the same jeans every day. Like right. everyone, like come on, like so. I, I didn't, I didn't respect the investment. I didn't respect the investment. <laughs> But hey, so we, I, I got a special episode for y'all today. Well, we got a special episode for y'all today. So yeah. basically, what I what I want to ask Dale, in case y'all didn't know, Dale is an essential employee. He's also a talk student. about it. Yep. Um, I I'm an employee, but I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not essential. to the point where I gotta go into the office. So I mean, you ain't watch- shit. You ain't shit. That's why you ain't important. So, so on the news, <laughs> on the news, on the media outlets, like y'all hear a lot of people talking about the nurses. And our medical professionals, and our law enforcement professionals, and like a lot of civil servants. So shout out to them. But I haven't yeah, heard man. about like anybody that's like essential, but not a healthcare professional. So I want I'm gonna ask Dale some questions on how he feels about being an essential employee, how it's affecting him, and what some of his what some of his views are. So I mean, just to get started, bro. Like, I mean, tell people a little bit about what you do without you know getting fired. All right, so you know I'm popping. I'm the man. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I handle all your money. You know what I'm saying. Nah, I'm I'm a um, I'm a banker, man. I uh, I work for a banker. I work for a bank, not a banker. I work for a bank. Um, I deal with a lot of affluent clients. So most of my clients are um, well off. They have a lot of money. Um, so uh, for the most part, we deal with a lot of commercial real estate. Uh, investment a lot of commercial real estate owners so we deal a lot with people who are trying to uh earn more on their revenue that's what kind of people we deal with i do deal with a lot of cash so i do have to kind of take in the cash and um of course if y'all know around the world man cash is the most filthiest thing that you know, people can come across. People do all type of weird shit. I seen some shit where a girl was pulling money, pulling cash out of her fucking underwear. You know what I'm saying? She had the herpes on the on the cash on the ten dollar no, bill, just no. passing it over. You, you know what I'm saying? That. 
Uh, yeah, witnessed it. Was there. Was there. I was there. Shit was wild. It was crazy. She was giving it to you, so I was like, "You I was with, with you. you was with me." I anyway, was with you. Anyway, that's, <laughs> no, enough. that's enough about that's enough about what your job is. So look, man. So obviously, so I mean, what what I've noticed, or what some people have noticed, is that like some banks, like one of my banks, they uh they increased the amount you could take out from the ATM just to stop people from going in, and yeah. another one of my banks they adjusted the hours. Like, I mean, what are how's it affecting your business? Uh, definitely we adjusted the hours, which is cool. We also locked the door. So we only try to, um, really keep a minimal of two employees there. Um, so, which is dope because, you know, it's like one, our bank is already very low when it comes to walk-in clients. So it's kind of nice to just be able to have already a locked door and no, nobody else can get in. And I'm not going to, I'm an asshole. I like to see people try to open the door when they know they can't. Like, it's a big-ass sign that says door's locked and people still try to open it. Like, that's messed up, man. That's yep. messed up. I ain't shit. That's the kind of laughs I get. Nigga, while we doing in the fucking uh, pandemic. So, I gotta get my laughs in. So, I do laugh underneath my mask. And also, yes, we gotta wear masks and gloves. <laughs> <laughs> so, we gotta, we gotta wear masks and gloves. And everybody stays about six feet away. So... Which which is cool, man. I mean, my job is definitely um, not even trying to gas them up. They are definitely putting in the work to ensure our safety. Okay. All right. So, like, how would you say, how's it affecting your work-life balance? I mean, how do you feel about still going into work? Like, I mean, your job still being open. What are your thoughts about still going in while this is happening? I feel like I'm the shit, bro. Like, literally, when I be driving down the road, bro, I feel like I got my Batman cape on and I'm just about to save the fucking world. Like, it's just amazing, bro. Like, I'm that dude. Like, I get to really just go to work while the rest of y'all motherfuckers don't do shit. Y'all just sit around watching the same-ass Netflix shit. But me, I'm out here saving the lives. I'm out here making... Nah, I'm just playing. Nah, really, I just be hating that shit and wishing I could stay home, too. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I be yelling mad, like, fuck, like calling my girl like what you doing like man you kicking it you doing that right now like man that work motherfuckers don't be coming in i be bored shit just be crazy but nah i mean for the most part though um has it messed up my work-life balance nah not really um on the total honestly it's i have more time on my hands because school's closed so you mentioned i go to school as well so i so right now school shut down so they literally it's on spring break right now so i literally don't even have any assignments right now so i've been big chilling um and really not big chilling because i've still been being creative but for the most part um it's actually been very helpful man i'm not gonna lie i've been taking advantage of the shit to be to be real with you getting in workouts you know what i'm saying just trying to take advantage of the time i usually don't have so trying to you know um full advantage of every minute in in a day now. Okay. I mean, do you feel do you feel safe? Um yeah, I mean, honestly, bro, like I feel safe um for the most part because like I am wearing gloves. Um most of the clients because they're elderly already, um they don't come in. They really try to like handle it through phone calls as much as possible. Right. Or um, try to like do even mail deposits, whatever they can do to limit themselves on walking out the door. Um, and because, you know, like one thing that people with money don't want to do is they ain't trying to get sick. They give no fuck about nothing else. They ain't trying to get sick. And they think all everybody else that's lower than them is bums and they might going to get them sick. So <laughs> fuck y'all. Niggas. <laughs> I want to touch your dirty ass. You ain't got a, you ain't got one point five in your account. I can't touch you. 
So it's just like, you know, so most of the time anyway, most of our clients are very like uh, just afraid of getting sick anyway. So they're already like very timid about touching anyone. So I feel safe. I don't feel like I'm going to be harming anything. People literally come to the door and will give a deposit, like slide that motherfucker under the door. Like, <laughs> like just don't even worry about the receipt. Fuck that receipt. Like <laughs> running off of shit. Like it's, it's crazy. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, so it's cool. I don't, I feel safe as fuck. So like when it comes, when it comes to your business and what you guys do now, if this all, if they let everyone back out in like a week, how do you feel like your business will remain changed? Mm. I, I don't, I, for us, I feel like we would immediately go right back. But I okay. do feel like this, this is, you know, this is not even a fear, mostly about my business. This is just a fear in general about this coronavirus. It's going to keep a lot of people at distance. Motherfuckers ain't going to be wanting to like, Everybody's gonna have a cold shoulder. This shit gonna be far gone, and motherfuckers gonna, you know, not know, not really know how to like revert from social distancing. Like people gonna see people and just niggas is hugging. Like people gonna be mad at that shit. Like <laughs> that shit's gonna be like seeing seeing the seeing seeing two men kissing for the first time. Like oh my god, like that shit's crazy. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so motherfuckers is gonna be wild. So I feel like for the most part. I think that may be the difference. It's like people may still even be a little bit more timid to be close to people. So I feel like in the bank, like we kind of like, we used to have a lot of rapport with a lot of our clients, like seeing them, you, you see them, they're so recurring. You see them all the time. So y'all always have a conversation. Oh, how's such and such Billy doing all right. Like, you know, just trying to build the conversation, but now everybody's so scared to even spend that three to five minutes of conversation. They're just trying to rush out. Like here, talk to shit. I got to go. Like they're talking about, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, so, right. so I'm just hoping that, you know, we can get back to actually like talking a little bit and, and, and kind of like building your rapport and shit like that. Cause some of the clients you do like, you know, some clients you want to talk to, you like, oh shit, what's going on? What's the crazy shit you about to drop today? You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, so like, so with that, with the, with the changing, like how we interact socially, um, I know that you've worked for other banks in the past that like have right, right, right. businesses on, I'm a the skeleton, man. on a skeleton model where, it's like we're gonna run this with like a small amount of staff as possible. Thanks. So I mean, with with those larger banks um, that are completely down to just run it with just one mouse and a giraffe <laughs> running the whole bank. I mean, do you feel like those particular institutions will like go to like continued shortened hours and go to like even smaller staffs and go to like particular days closed? How do you feel it's gonna affect the industry? I feel like now, now that's a wow, that's an amazing question, and um, so. Yes, 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 this is deep. Um, I feel like for the major banks, this is exactly what they were looking for in order to really push the digital. Um, as you see with most right. banks, they are at a point where now, you know, they even limited down to how many tellers they have. They put, you know, live ATMs in there that are more interactional. So this way you will use the system more than anything. They try to limit you coming in the bank for as much transactions as possible because what they want to do is they want you to come in the bank for major problems. Hey, I want to get an escrow. Hey, I want to get, you know, um, some equity. Hey, I want to get, uh, you know, uh, a new car loan, anything of those things, credit cards, anything like that, even credit cards, they can push that towards online. So I feel like for them, this is a great opportunity to do exactly what they already be trying to do. They can see how great 
this will benefit clients because what is happening is clients who never use digital shit in the past because of the fear of the pandemic are more liable to give it a try now. They ain't got shit else to do. Wow. They're at Didn't home. Think about that. They're at home. So now they like, shit, I mean, they did tell me about mobile deposit. I should just try to take a picture. This shit easy. Right. Oh my God, it's already credited to my account. I don't even know why I even go in there and talk to Susan. Don't even like that bitch. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? Like, like so, you know, at the at the end of the day, I feel like it's going to really rent, rent vibes. Like, people like Chase, Wells Fargo, B of A, Citibank, um, any of these major banks who already don't have much to offer you when it comes to rates because they don't have the best rates. What they have the best of is the fact that it's more of them around and that they have they have more real estate than other places. So they can offer you the fact that, yeah, we'll be somewhere in China or we'll have a sister bank that's in China or right. we'll be somewhere where you can get money. We're reliable in that source. But when it comes to your actual growth needs, like people who have actual real revenue, you don't see them go to these smaller banks unless they really, I mean, these bigger banks, my apology, these bigger banks, unless they just want to have something that's a lot more useful. They really keep their money, their majority of their funds in smaller institutions because, one, this is why they'll do that. Because smaller institutions don't push the technology shit. They'll, they'll, they're still bending over backwards. No, just fuck me. Take it. Uh, we just want your money. Like, we don't give a fuck. You just gave us $6 million, So we will do anything. You want water, coffee? You want us to fire him right now? We'll fire his ass. We love him, but we'll fire him. Like, no matter. You know what I'm saying? So at the, at the end of the day, like, bigger banks they have the because of the fact that you need them more when it comes to when you know when it comes to traveling and getting around so they right. can go ahead and push towards being digital and people just accept that shit like i'll just take digital because i mean I, that's what wells fargo telling me to do i gotta do it because i need them but you like i can take like and people hear people all the time like oh i'll take my money elsewhere and like i've never been at a, a bank where we would have more, you know, we actually fear you taking your money out. Like, even as, like, you know, like, oh, please, like, please don't take your six billion out. Like, we need that shit. Like, don't take that shit out. Like, you know, please, like, we actually will do what you need us to do. Right. Compared to, like, well, it's probably, like, take that shit. We'll give a fuck. <laughs> we'll need, we'll need, we'll need, we'll need your peanuts. We don't need that shit. Fuck that shit. Get the fuck out of here. You know we we get sued for that shit every year anyway. We'll get, right, bro. We we pay that in settlements every Thursday. Exactly. Yeah. I just got a check from niggas recently. Thank you, Wells Fargo. Big shout out to y'all. <laughs> so I mean, so you're you're also a student, right? I mean, would you be you're on spring break now? Uh, how would you feel like this has affected your education? And the reason I'm asking is because I know like there's two schools of thought within this. I know some people, um, some people are happy to just not have to go into class or processing things online. They have more time to do things on their own. But then some students, because they paid high tuition costs, um, they paid for an experience on campus and they're not being provided the experience. They're looking for a refund or a partial refund in 200 colleges across the U.S. are currently being sued in a class action lawsuit. So, I mean, how would you say this has affected you at your education as a student? I mean, for me, I'm going to be solid. Like, I already had, like, two classes that were online, so it didn't really change too much for me. Okay. Um, I had one class that was going to be going on campus. However, I feel like that's something that can immediately be converted to an online class. Right. Um, 
So it's not really affecting me. What it has done is this. Now, what it has done is it's limited me towards something that I was striving for. Um, I am a film major. So like some of these classes that I will take next semester will have labs. And I'm hoping that doesn't affect there. That's my uh, biggest thing is like, okay. okay, I hope it doesn't affect me for next semester because I've already mapped out exactly what I need to do in order for me to reach my goal um, right. of the short term. So right now for me, I'm looking at it like, well, I just hope that I'm able to go to these labs because I can't see how they would, how I would be able to get it done unless it's like some remote shit. He's like, yo, just uh, you know, film this and make a little short film or some shit like that, or you know, I don't know how it would work. They, I ain't gonna lie, this one thing I will say about my school, they make shit work, they get it popping. Um, so I will say they do it, they definitely find ways. But as far as for school, um, I will say I also miss just kicking it with a, a club that I'm a part of, which is the Black Allegiance, right. and that, uh, being able to be a part of my my organization and being able to have those in in in-person meetings and things like that and have them like switch it to using Instagram as a method to reach out to the club and use um, like videos and things like that and have to use zoom in a way I like, I mean, it's kind of strengthened some of our, some of our things that I feel like, wouldn't have maybe shown if we had like everybody together at one point it's like it made us in a stronger connection because we got to like be more creative and talk about a certain thing and have to kind of adjust how we would have done everything right Uh, like you know we would because we had a whole like plan uh when we first attacked this semester where we were like yo we're gonna basically just give them like an episode of like you know of the uh blacks the black collegiate club and we just gonna do episodes and we gonna make like a like like our own show and we had like this whole analysis of everything that we was gonna do but having to switch it and do everything on zoom or do everything on like instagram live and do all of these different methods i feel like tighten us up as a group because it made us a little bit more like um a little bit more talented and like had to open our minds on our creative sides okay uh, that that's real i can definitely see that because I mean, so a lot of us uh, that are working from home, we've had to have even more communication um, with people that we usually wouldn't. Well, there's just the communication is tighter, like you're saying. And then things have to be there's like more boundaries set and like things have to be communicated more clearly because we can't. I'm not about I'm not about to ask somebody something 50 times. Like I need this this time because you don't sit across from me. Right. So I guess it has it definitely has like opened up, I would say, people's um, creativity and to find out how much they actually want something. So yeah. I guess my next question for you is, I mean, lastly, uh, where, like, so where do you, where do you think we're at with this? I've never asked you this as much as me and you have talked about niggas eating bats mm-hmm. and like twerking and people and girls twer- twerking for freedom, get back in the strip club. Like what, what exactly, how do you, what do you think this ends? And I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm going to give you a couple timelines. So um, they, President Trump wants to open the government, wants to open the world up like May 1st, right? Mm. And then there's some people, some people say like, yo, this shit about to be going on until probably like December maybe, because if we get out, we got like a re-outbreak. I mean, based on everything that you've seen and the way you move, 
I mean, you live in like a largely populated county. I mean, I mean, how do you feel this ends? Where are you at with it? And you a low key doctor anyway, because yeah, cause. yeah, you know me. I got that. I got that PhD. But look, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 real life, man. Um, that's Fox News. So look, check this out. First off. <laughs> First off, fuck Fox News, cause them motherfuckers is fucking up everybody's whole shit. They got them, they got Republicans out here like, no, Trump's did this shit over. It's over. Fuck that shit. I'm outside. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm outside. <laughs> like, you can't. You, you got like, no, this I'm shit outside. is. Like, first off, we started hella late on this shit. Um, as far as like being able to even get any kind of solutions on this shit, we yeah. didn't take the test kits when we should have from Germany. Like, we're behind. So it takes, we haven't got a vaccine yet. It literally takes 18 months once the vaccine is made for it to be tested out to ensure that all that is going to actually work. Like you can't just shoot somebody like, oh, it cured him. He good. Like that shit's yeah. not real. This isn't fucking television. Like you don't just shoot a nigga and he go, ah, oh, I'm good now. My knees, my legs are back. Like, no, it doesn't happen that way. Like you got to like, it takes some time. Like you got to ensure that, okay, he doesn't get sick or other symptoms don't come out of this. Like there's so many other met there's so many other different like methods towards this shit. You can't just, oh, just shot it's good. May 1st, we good, we back. Just open it up and then everybody's sick again. So I do feel like one, uh I feel like it's gonna we we're gonna be locked on to at least December. I I highly Damn, think, I real? do I do think December's gonna be it, bro. I really do. I think like happy like happy new year like a motherfucker. Huh? Happy New Year, like welcome to the well, we didn't get to do shit for 2020 yet. Niggas gonna go hard. Niggas ain't gonna give a fuck what they catch. Niggas is gonna be like, nigga, fuck this shit. I almost died. Niggas niggas is gonna be talking about the coronavirus like they lived through the book of Eli. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be a nigga. I, was, I am legend. That's my story. Ain't talking about you, the coronavirus. Niggas is going to have so many different stories of how they will live through the coronavirus. Nigga, this shit was crazy. Nigga, nigga coughed on me. Nigga, I thought I was going to get sick. Nigga, my dog died. Nigga, shit got wild. Nigga, we was low on food. We had to kill a nigga. Like, it's going to be hella crazy. <laughs> we had to kill a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, you wait. You right. Yeah, you make a good point. Cause like when I when I have kids, when I when I have kids, and they ask me about this shit. I'm gonna say I did hella shit. Like yeah, hella shit. I cured it. Like all right, just watch, just watch <laughs> outbreak. Right, watch yeah. outbreak. That's Morgan me. Freeman, that was me. Like I did all of that. Dad, you don't even look like that. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's me though. Like he, like Morgan Freeman, still gonna look the same at that time. So they gonna know exactly who he is. Like, daddy, that's Morgan Freeman. He do all of the narrative shit. Like, he's just gonna still be alive. <laughs> he's gonna still be the man. Like Jesus that nigga don't right. never gonna. Him and Samuel Jackson are never gonna die. Just never, bro. Like them niggas is old as hell, and they just been looking the same forever. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson old as hell. He just he just doesn't he just doesn't keep a beard. That so, nigga, yeah. That nigga seventy one. That's crazy. That nigga seventy one years old. That nigga Samuel Jackson, boy, like that nigga was looking old when he got in the game. See, that's the whole difference. Is niggas be niggas I look young. Nah, niggas about looking old when you get in. You gotta have that Benjamin Button. Like that's the whole deal. That's how you live forever. Gotta, so what you're saying is you enter the game with a grown man face. Yeah, like, you enter the like, game with like, the old nigga face. Just like, already. Like, with your like, hairline like already going back. Yeah, exactly. You look at Jay-Z. That nigga look the same. 
Jay Z always had a grown. Jay Z has always had a grown nigga. That face. nigga right. came out looking like Joke the Camel already. Nigga just, <laughs> nigga, oh. <laughs> but look, I mean, you can't tell him shit. He got the baddest chick in the game wearing his chain. So it's that's right, Hope. You can't. Hope. You can't tell that man. You can't no, tell so Hope nothing. I mean, I genuinely appreciate you like just um, going into your background and letting everybody know. Just, just I mean, the point of view from an essential employee. I feel like I feel like it's important to try to get those stories out there. Um, yeah. For anyone that does have questions or is an essential employee or feel like y'all agree with or disagree with anything Dale said, you know, let us know on uh, the, on the Twitter. Check hey, it out. Shout with out that. to all y'all, man. Shout out to all the essential employees, all the nurses, um, all of the 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 uh the delivery people all of the grocery store employees bro like i know y'all getting a lot of heat and man big shots out to y'all man and you know keep doing what y'all doing a lot of y'all i went to a lot of places man and people are like they're not even stressed out b like they really just like still giving that great customer service at least the spots i've been going to they give that great customer service and uh man keep that shit up man i know i know that shit be stressful i've done a lot of different jobs niggas had 41 so um, I've been in all y'all shoes, nigga. I've been the president once, so you know. You was never the president. I was. My name was Barack, nigga. That's me. <laughs> Fuck you, man. You know, hey, it's, hey, you, you are right. You are right, though. Like people are not stressing. Like, well, when I when I've been out, when I've been to like Save Mart or like Costco, people have not been stressing. But at Walmart, Walmart is ground zero. Like, if if you can avoid going to Walmart, don't go to Walmart. Those right. Are overworked. But Walmart always been wild. When no, you, bruh. Like, but bruh. Walmart is the, show, is the shit they always show on the apocalypse. So, like, this is Walmart, like, just wilding out, like, all back. But, bruh, it's worse. <laughs> How does it's it get worse? It's the worst. It's the worst, though. You know, you know how, like, you know how, you know how, like, under the freeway by Martin Luther King Boulevard in the yeah. town used to be really bad? Like, under yeah. the freeway? Yeah. It's worse now. <laughs> and you're like, how could it be worse? It's just worse. Like that's what I mean. That's what, what I mean. Give like, me an example. What is niggas in here doing? Okay. Like, what's okay. going on? Like, okay. Right, like, so tell look. us, bro. We gotta know. Like, all right. So look. So I'm in. I was. In, I was in line. Right. I went to go get in line, and dude was like, "Sorry, man. This this lane is closed." I'm like, "All right, man. All good." And he's like ringing up like five things, and I'm and I'm in the other. I'm in the other line, and I keep hearing him tell people, "Sorry, man. This line's closed. Sorry, man. This line's closed." In my mind, I'm like. <laughs> Nigga, just ring up the five things. Right. And I, and I look at his face. I look at his face, and Dell, he's just like dying. Like he's sweating, he's sweating out of his neck, like his hands is shaking. I'm like, somebody should send this nigga home. But he's, like, he's just trying to just grind it out. He just looks so bad. Like, oh, they just working, they overworking them niggas. Yeah, his skin, oh. his, yeah, his skin was like yellow and pink, but he was a white dude. It was just weird. And I was like, man, why? Why would you, you even want that nigga? To, you shouldn't even, you should have already just not even went that nigga line. If you saw all that, I would have no, immediately. I didn't, I didn't know until I had went in and was like, oh, you, I was like, oh, you look different. And I went to the other line. I could hear him saying, sorry, this line's closed. Sorry, this line's closed. But you're ringing them five. Things and even the lady, the lady sitting in front of him, she was looking at him like she didn't know what was going on. It just looked really bad. People was did he have people, gloves on? People, no, people were no mask. No, yeah, yeah, he dying. He did. <laughs> people were wandering about all slow in it. It was just really bad. So just shout out to y'all that's still living and not living. Just shout out. But man, fuck y'all employees, man, and employers. Sorry, employers who are like overworking your people like that. Don't do that to your people, man. Don't. Because you want them to be happy going to work. You don't want them to hate coming to, to their job. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, get them nah. some extra benefits. Like, I mean, you know, uh, 
Warren, Senator Warren, she talking about trying to like make a whole like stimulus packet for essential employees. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard about that. How they they, they gonna get all the all the essentials like an extra twenty five bands, but like, uh, but I'm those now. Are, no, but those are the real life ones, not you. Like you, what? Not I'm, you. I'm real life. No, okay, no, everything. Like no, they're talking about like my do bag like, is a cape. This thing I'm here. Nigga. I'm they're there. talking about giving the nurses and like and like the mailmen like extra twenty five bands. Like not the mailman. Like, fuck the mailman. Look, nigga, I'm not here mail- on your money, yo guap, nigga. If you don't got that, nigga, you don't eat, b. Me, nigga, I'm the man. Wasn't these... you just saying that people don't really even really need to go in there? Huh? Nah, they need us. They need. <laughs> they need us, nigga. Yeah, we need twenty five. We need that. We need. <laughs> wow. Them. We need. Look, that. man. Listen, man. I uh, this I genuinely appreciate you giving us all that game. This what we gonna do, y'all. I'm gonna slip in the um. I'm gonna slip in and know your worth, right? All right. And for those of y'all that don't know, this is just a segment with me and Dale go ahead and pick a situation and pick an individual that has to be aware of their own value. Okay. At this time, a lot of y'all failed America yesterday. A lot of y'all failed America by signing up for this NBA horse contest shit. Now, that's what I'm going to say. It already happened, but I want y'all to know y'all got to know y'all work because here's the thing, right? Ain't no sports on. I get it. Like, I, I understand there's no, there's no sports on, but but Y'all gotta be your time gotta be more valuable than watching NBA players play horse on outside hoops. Just take your ass outside. Just go outside. You are worth more than that. Your time, your eye attention is worth more than that. If there's no sports on, you just need this break. You just have to accept this whole last break. I'm gonna tell you why. You wanna know why y'all shouldn't y'all you wanna know why y'all shouldn't be watching that shit? Yes. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. I feel like this. I feel like your time is worth so much more because they trying to cut ESPN announcer salaries by 15% saying they're not even worth they're not even worth what they getting paid because ain't no sports zone. So y'all can't be out here willy-nilly giving your free time away to niggas watching horse. Make the NBA work harder. Right? Make the NBA create some type of dunk contest where they can wear quarantine suits and masks and jump from the free throw line. Ain't nobody trying to watch ain't nobody trying to watch no outside horse. I don't even want to watch I don't I've I don't even want to watch Steph Curry play horse against Michael Jordan. Why would I want to watch horse? I don't want to watch horse. Wait, but you said they got to have some motherfucking uh, hazmat suit dunking? That's yeah, some creative that is shit. Rough. That shit. Uh, hey, hey, ESPN, y'all need to hire this nigga for marketing. Y'all need to get him. This nigga got great ideas. Nigga, bro, that would be raw, that bro. That would be raw. Hey, nigga, imagine LeBron, nigga, 360 with a hazmat suit on. Nigga, that I'm be, saying. That but you know why crazy. they won't do it? They won't do it because they're scared of people getting hurt. Okay, fine. So don't give me nothing then. Don't give me nothing. But don't give me this horse shit. I mean, no pun intended. But I, don't give me the horse. <laughs> Nobody want to see that. Nobody and I'm not even gonna lie. I was gonna say some good shit about it. I actually liked it. I actually, maybe, and I told you know what's crazy. When I told somebody I liked it, I was like, maybe I'm just deprived of sports, though. Because that's what I feel like. I feel like I'm just deprived, bro. Like, yeah. Like, right now, like, I missed it. Like, yeah. I, I missed something. I'm willing to watch any golf. Nigga. I'm willing to watch niggas, <laughs> niggas just, nigga, get that shit, cuz. Like, I'll be out there, like, for real. Like, that's my nigga. I know him. Like, just. <laughs> That's my nigga. You don't know it. You don't know any golfers. You don't nigga, know any golfers at Tiger. all. Tiger, nigga, that's the nigga. I know him. That's me, nigga. 
See? I'm actually I'm actually genuinely surprised that like golf isn't rocking because like you don't need all those people out there. All that, you need is the ball. That's it. In the clubs. That's so it. like I don't yeah, man. So listen, y'all are worth more than that. Y'all are America, NBA fans, y'all are definitely y'all are definitely worth more. You know, so this this week, I mean, y'all get the Bernard Hopkins Award. Dang. You know what I'm saying? If you don't if you don't know your value, somebody else will well, tell your value, it'll be less than your worth. Shout out to Bernard Hopkins. <laughs> Shout out Bernard Hopkins. Listen, y'all, don't be out here hating. Don't be out here hating on Bernard Hopkins. Don't be out here hating on Bernard, Bernard Hopkins. Bernard Hopkins is the goat, man. He the goat, man. You already told me why he the goat. I believe you now. All right. See, I didn't even have nothing hating to say. All right, man. Look, don't be out here hating on Bernard Hopkins. <laughs> Listen, bro. So this is this is this is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna give y'all a treat and record two episodes for y'all this week. This is gonna be the first one, and we're gonna give y'all the second one. That's gonna that's gonna involve a slight Netflix review, and of course, you know, for more information, we got another little surprise for y'all. So, I, I love per it. usual, y'all could be anywhere in the world right now, but y'all here with us. Tune in for the next one. Bless up. Bless.